When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the P1 podcast with Matt and Tommy. Yes, today we have entered race week once again, this time for Tommy's favourite Grand Prix of the year, or should I say qualifying, because that's basically all it is. It's the Monaco Grand Prix, a controversial race. Some people hate it. Some people are Tommy. It's just the way (laughs) the world goes round. Isn't that right, Tom Bellingham? It is. Although it's not my favourite race, but I like it. And I'm glad it's I'm glad it's here. So you're glad it's here, but we're gonna do some some tweaks. We've got some some thoughts from from all of you wonderful people that, that watch and listen to the podcast to essentially tell us how you would save the Monaco Grand Prix. And we're gonna weigh in our washed opinions uh onto uh, each and every one. Uh, but before we do that, uh, let's share our five-star review. If you want yours to be read out, please do leave us a five-star review and, le- and tell us why uh, you listen to this podcast. This one comes in from TNTS81736 uh, from Mexico. I started listening to Man Tommy as my go-to podcast when I wanted some pub banter about Formula One. Is that all we are? Are we, all, are we just pub banter, Tommy? <laughs> uh, but then the unexpected happened. My wife and my stepkid loved it too. Why was it unexpected? Come on, I need to talk to this person. Uh, now we listen to it religiously. Great show, guys. Congrats. Thank you so Aww. much, uh, TNTS from Mexico. Lots of love. Glad you, you've been enjoying it. Or the whole family have been the enjoying it. The whole family. It. So that's P1 great. Family. Hell yeah, the P1 fam. We love to see it. Right, let's get into how we're going to save the Monaco Grand Prix. First, we asked you on our wonderful YouTube community if Monaco belongs on the F1 calendar. 50,000 of you voted and 67% of you said yes. So how many burner accounts did you create, Tommy? That's what I need to ask. <laughs> you say that, but that that's a big percentage to say no still. One third of people don't want the most prestigious Grand Prix that bearing in mind how much like Formula One fans hate change, they love their classics. That just shows how divisive Monaco is, I think, because you you wouldn't get that anywhere else. Like imagine WC fans saying, ah, oh, no, we don't want Le Mans or Indy five hundred. Uh, we don't want Indy 500 for, for IndyCar. It just wouldn't happen. So I guess that just shows that Monaco is that divisive and uh, is also rarely very good. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, if I was given, you know, the option, it stays or it goes, I probably would still be in the yes category. Uh, and that's not just because we're going to the Monaco Grand Prix this weekend, I promise. So I, gen- I genuinely <laughs> do think it has its place, but it has to allow for a bit of moaning. You know what I mean? Like... We're allowed to get a little bit sassy about it, but it can stay on the calendar due to all of its heritage. We're um, not real F1 fans if we don't have a good moan, are we? Exactly. That's why you know most of our podcast is pretty much <laughs> moaning. Um, so how do we fix it? I think we're both in the camp that Monaco should stay. 
Grace as well, I can hear in the background having a little scream. So she feels very passionately about Monaco <laughs> staying. Um, and now it's we come to your suggestions. I know, like, ah, in the background, to be fair, with noise cancelling, everyone may not have been able to hear it, but I heard it. And Grace definitely on the Monaco to stay uh, bandwagon. Uh, so the well. first suggestion that comes in is from at Villa Jake F1. Smaller cars, simple. Look at the amount of overtakes at the Monaco E-Prix. Proves it's a simple problem to solve. How simple is getting smaller cars? Changing the entire <laughs> the entire regulations. Simple problem to yeah, solve. Yeah, 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 really simple. Um, I, I agree. I think that that is genuinely one of the big reasons, no, no pun intended by the fact that the cars are big, but one of the main reasons why we don't get overtaking. Not that we've necessarily had much overtaking ever at Monaco. Like, even when the cars were smaller, Monaco has always been difficult to overtake. I don't think Formula E can really be used as a comparison here because those cars have very little aero. They don't take the corners very quickly. And people just dive bomb and and it's a little bit sort of it's a different kind of racing Formula E. It's a bit more bumper car. It's a bit more, oh, it don't matter if we wheel bang or send it round the outside. There's definitely less aero wash. Um, so and and also as well, the leader is always or tends to always be the slowest backing car off. anyway, yeah. because he's backing off and trying to to save energy. So I would say Formula E is a difficult um example to use here when we when we when we're looking at formula one um but smaller cars would help but i don't think it would fix monaco tommy what do you think <laughs> i think this is a problem with modern formula one in general i personally think that the formula one cars they need to be smaller uh we went to alpine i said it when we went to alpine there was the alonso's renault r25 in there and the new car looked comically big compared to compared to it and no wonder they can't race and just to like go a little bit off topic a little bit but i think this shows that monaco is not is not just monaco i i don't think that we should lose i'm not these these tracks are easier to pass and not impossible like monaco but your zandvoorts your imola's your suzukas we don't get very good racing at there and i think that's because of these giant cars and um yeah for, for me i think that this is something that formula one does need to address because if they keep getting bigger and bigger we're going to lose loads of you know are you going to just start saying that to every single classic track you know we might get to the case i, I don't want to get to the case where the only circuits that work for modern formula one cars are these like massively wide purpose-built circuits it would just be a bit a bit daft but formula e did show that the circuit, while difficult, uh, is not impossible. So I do think that would, would certainly help, but I don't think it's the the answer. Okay, Villa Jake, thank you so much for your suggestion. Next one comes in from David Henry F1. New layout to promote overtaking, either that or scrap the race entirely. Jeez, David, calm yourself down, my friend. A lot of people said that. One or the other. It's like... <laughs> A completely different track or get rid of the race. It's now I don't know Monaco like the back of my hand, but surely if we're changing the layout, i.e. literally where we go around this track, it's one, not Monaco, the Monaco Grand Prix anymore. Um, but two, 
it, do they really have that much flexibility in where we move it? Like, it's not it's, an airfield like Silverstone, is it, where you can just go, oh, you know, let's reprofile it a little bit. Yeah, or... let's make it a bit wider here, because if you make it a bit wider, all of a sudden you're in the water. So it's not like there's much that they can really do with it. We either accept it at this stage, unless we've got a few more suggestions, don't worry. But from those two, I don't think we can really change much there there isn't a lot that we can do with the current monaco layout no i i mean call me crazy but i see a lot of videos and a lot of suggestions of you know people get the google maps out and they're like look they could go here they could go here and i've seen you know some mods where you know they turn left before the tunnel and do a whole new wiggly section and then come onto the main straight i don't <laughs> I don't think that should be the case. I do think that the beauty of Monaco, and I know people don't like it, but for me, being able, one race a year, being able to see a completely unchanged track since the 50s, like, yes, it's ridiculous, but to see modern Formula One cars race around a track that was still pretty much what it was like in the 1950s, I think is incredibly special. And qualifying, obviously, is amazing. Yes, the racing is not. It's not great, but that's why I wouldn't really want to change it. I think one thing, ironically, is that the old version of Monaco, if you go back, the thing, the changes they have made is probably actually worse because they didn't used to be the swimming pool, which you could argue leaves a, uh, makes it more difficult to overtake into Raskas. Uh, I think the only thing I would change about the circuit is, you know, that final corner where old Shumi did that, brilliant overtake on Alonso remember it like sure it was yesterday well. yeah <laughs> but do you not think that when they come around that final corner they have to sort of like rather than it just being like a nice smooth turn it's like quite tight and then they have to go back to the left a little bit it kind of like cuts in so it's almost like a mini chicane if you like if they just opened that corner up I feel like it would still be really hard to overtake but occasionally when someone did get a good run out of Raskas, you could follow down the main straight DRS, you might get a pass in. Um, yeah, but I, this I, is the thing. Like, <laughs> I, I know I know we're going, oh, you might get a pass, but I don't want the circuit to be easy to overtake. Like, the, for me... You just like one, pain, don't you, Tommy? You just love a bit of pain. No, look, listen. Monaco... I'm gonna I'm gonna defend this race. Although forever. I can see the passion, There's, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> there is room for one race a year where overtaking is almost impossible, especially now. Like the biggest complaint, right, is that Red Bull just breeze past everyone in the DRS. And if they can't do that, in Monaco, it would be exciting. There'd be a good you know, it, it's a is a different it offers something different. Twenty three races, one race where it's really hard to overtake. And I think back to like Monza where Gasly won or Hungary where Ocon won. That wouldn't happen at other circuits. Um, so sometimes, dare I say, overtaking is not the be-all and end-all and actually can make for exciting races because Monza was terrible. That race that Gasly won, nothing happened. The only excitement was the fact that you had an AlphaTauri leading and it was like, oh my God, an AlphaTauri is going to win. The only way a race is interesting with no overtaking is if an underdog has managed to get their yeah. way to the front of the field, which requires something ridiculously crazy to happen, which doesn't happen. It happens once every blue moon. Yeah. So 
what you're saying is if someone gets pole <laughs> that isn't supposed to get pole, uh-huh. even though qualifying is all about the fastest car, then they will maybe win the Monaco Grand Prix because it's really difficult to overtake. Yeah. So it will happen one once in a hundred years. Okay, let me let but me it's put worth this, staying on the calendar. Let me put this to you. <laughs> let me put this to you, right? That Monaco has this reputation of being the most predictable, boring, terrible race. And most of the time we're right. And yeah, maybe. Depends. Like, it's all about perspective. Here's my perspective, right? (laughs) Red Bull, the biggest problem with if you asked neutral Formula One fans right now, the one thing they'd want more than anything, I would say, would be for Red Bull not to win. Just one race. It's been forever. Even I'm saying that, and I'm support. Like this happened. I want anyone other than Red Bull to just win a damn Grand Prix. It's been far too long. And if you look at the calendar and go, what's the one race where they might not win? I think 99% of people say Monaco. Cheeky Leclerc win, Alonso win, something like that. That is the hope of this race. So actually, it's the most unpredictable Grand Prix on the calendar. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to go, so actually, you're welcome. Well, that is it. And to be fair, Alonso has been hyping up one of the Grand Prix that potentially that Aston Martin could win was Monaco or is Monaco yeah. coming up. So um, we'll see. We'll see. Because if Red Bull lock out the front row, then... Um, it's game over. <laughs> yeah, we're in big trouble. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see. Next suggestion comes in from Phoenix84. DRS through the tunnel. I mean... Helps give it a go, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I guess... The FIA trying not to have DRS round kind of corners just purely because of the lack of rear stability with uh, the the opening of DRS. Um, again, I'm not sure how much this would actually change. But you get a good run down. That I, I'd say that is probably the main place you still see it. For safety, yeah. is the reason they don't, right? Yeah. Was it? What was that year where they, they it opened it at Silverstone? Yeah. Yeah, and they they allowed it on one of the corners. And then I think Eric was it Ericsson had like a massive crash at the corner, and then they never did it again. Um, but it, I think oh, what year was it that Verstappen started at the back? And even though they were the massive giant cars, I think most of his overtakes were into that corner. So if you, yeah, if you give them DRS for a lot longer, I do think that is the main place we do see a lot of the overtakes at Monaco. Um, so. I'd not be against it, but I just don't think they'd ever do it because of safety. Um, no, no, they wouldn't. Shame. It's too, it's too hard of a right. Push to pass. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's too hard of a right, and it, yeah, it does, it does cause some level of hazard. I think. Um, so it's painful though because you always get to that tunnel section and you're like, "This is the closest I've ever been," but it's just not. There's just not enough room, and the cars mm. are so quick now that it's over in like two seconds down that down that tunnel yeah it's just not a long enough straight is it um so i I think phoenix nice idea don't think it will happen for health and safety if it was safe sure let's add it in but i don't think it it really is at this stage hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Next one comes in from Will's Toy Clear. After the tunnel, you can just go straight on, but only four times a race. Ah, that... That really paints a picture of health and safety. That does. So you've got some people <laughs> that are taking the Flat normal heartbreaking zone and others that are taking the F1 game. I'm going to cut this corner and go flat out. That sounds like an absolute disaster waiting to happen. I like it in the sense of an F1 game, you know, visualization, but... I, I can see you're trying to you're trying to add in a little bit of a uh, WR. Uh, what was it? Is it? Yeah, the Joe collapse. The yeah, WRX. the Joe collapse yeah. with WRX, and I just don't think Monaco's the place that we can do Joe collapse, especially in this part of the track. No, uh, joking aside, jo- huh? No pun intended. Um, joking aside, the don't Joker. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> I, I don't want to see anything like that ever like implemented in formula one um because one thing that we used to complain about was overtaking in the pits Mm. and um i'd rather them overtake in the pits through strategies and things like that than than rely on a joker app you know they should be able to come into the pit lane and try something different and put some different ties on to to try and pass than rely on some ridiculous joker app which i know is kind of a tongue-in-cheek suggestion but i've seen it seen it a few times saying oh we've got to do this for monaco but no and not not for me i don't i don't want to see sort of it's just not possible it's just not, like it's too it's not f1 you just can't do it anyway especially at monaco so um yeah when you, you mentioned suggestion. when you mentioned about that and the, the cars like steaming and we've seen a few accidents haven't we was it charlotte claire's brakes failed in when he was at sauber he mm. flew into the back of Hartley. Like that yes. would happen when you don't know the person in front is taking the chicane or going to go straight exactly. on. Exactly. Or it's even, as, it's even as sketchy as like Canada where you've got that We have that the same pit brain. Entry. That was literally what I was thinking. The yeah. Canada pit entry. Yeah. pit entry is so sketchy because some drivers just try and absolutely yeet it into there and others are breaking yeah. for the chicane. Um, so no, no wheels toy clear, but thank you so much for your suggestion. Next up is from Jones RF873. Softer tyre to ensure at least two pit stops. I'm on board with this one. I think tyres are the way to go. And I I genuinely don't think there is any solution out there that makes Monaco a banging Grand Prix ever, apart from if we somehow manage to manufacture a slow car at the front of the field and then we get chaos. But I think if we're not going to go down the whole circus route, a softer tyre, even like an ultra soft tyre, something that mixes it up something different for monaco but then should it be different because why would why does monaco get a different set of variables than the rest of the season why should it be this circus why should we have to you say that though but sprint races sprint races they 
they're different. Like they're, they're starting trying to like, oh, we'll do this at this race and we'll do this at that race. But where does like, it end? Where where does it become a sport where you actually don't know whether you're coming or going because there's so many different sets of rules because Monaco's boring and then we've got six sprint races and the rest are normal. And then but in, in some of those normal races, they're then changing qualifying so that you have to use mm-hmm. soft, medium and hard in different sessions. Just have to be careful, I would say, yeah. Formula One. Uh, and this is the, I, th- I think this just happens to be the the solution for formula one racing itself um said this to you the other day that my god i'm just dreaming of a grand prix that's not a one-stop uh and i think that would just make it so much better you know i watched imola 2005 the other day that f1 showed because uh, obviously the they were showing some old school races one. so you're like yeah i'm gonna win it gonna <laughs> is it it was exciting to watch people come into the pits and I didn't even like refueling, but just watching them pit more than once just made it, there was always something going on, even though there was absolutely no overtaking at all because they couldn't follow and pass a bit like Monaco. But when there's actually things going on in the Grand Prix and you're like, he's on a different strategy, he's doing that. Problem is now everyone starts on the same tire pretty much and they just go to a pit window like Baku either a safety car or something happens, they all pay at the same time, and then that's it to the end of the race. So um, this is something that just needs to be implemented in Formula 1 anyway. And I think Monaco would lend itself perfectly to the thing you said in the one rule that we'd change, where if you make the tyre gap completely different, because we, we've seen overtakes in Monaco where driver starts last, Max Verstappen 2018, like I said, he made some good passes there, um, and you can do it. It's really difficult, but it's exciting when they do do it because it's rare and it kind of it looks a bit sketchy and it's like brave. But you need such a performance advantage, and that's what he had in 2018 because he's driving against cars that are like three, two, three seconds lap slower. So you need two different compounds that are like four or five seconds apart. And then I think that would be great because 2011 was such a good Grand Prix at Monaco because you get stuck behind and then you can pit and then you've got ultra sauce to like carve your way back through the field. You just need like strategy changing and stuff. And I think that is just Formula One in general, not just Monaco. And I think if you had that, Monaco wouldn't step. Like, I think bad racing and the bad regulations we've got at the moment is making Monaco even worse. And it will it will always be it would never be the best Grand Prix on the calendar, I can admit that. But it's always going to be bad if it's a one stop and the tires never degrade because you can just hold the field up, whoever's on pole, hold the field up, and then just pit and then you saw it. So or yeah. one thing to change uh, for the Monaco Grand Prix is fifteen thousand of you voted is just to get rid of it. And then we'd have, you know, this would be a much no. quicker video. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> I love how passionate you get around this. Uh, <laughs> next suggestion is from Comey Gabby. I would make a quick, weird quali. Everyone has a lap to do alone, has only one chance with the same amount of fuel and fresh tires. Order would be decided via a draw. Okay, this, uh, I mean, I am all for one shot qualies, but it. It doesn't need to be a game show. The Monaco Grand Prix does not need to be a wheel of fortune. Spin the wheel. Let's see what prize you've won. I think that <laughs> that's where you you almost, I think in some ways, especially for those that love the heritage and love the history of the Monaco Grand Prix, to go too farcical would almost be a bit of a, 
slap in the face to the history of what's actually happened there. Um, so, I mean, I'm all for one-shot quality, and I think Monaco could be a good place to do it. But having things like order will be decided via a draw and things like that, I, I don't know. It might be going a little bit too far in the wrong direction for me. Um, but one-shot quality in Q3, Q- F1, come on. Chop, chop. Yeah, that's the way in. to do it, isn't it? I, I'm I'm all for that, but I'm not for like drawing lots and crazy things like that. Um, you're right. It, it's similar to the fact that Monaco, the novelty is that it's a race that hasn't been changed for ages. You know, 78 laps of those streets is pretty much what it's always been. So I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't tamper with it too much. Uh, it just comes back to like, if the, if there was more interesting things in the regs, there would be a better, it would be better in general. I don't think, I guess what I'm trying to say here is that I think there's bigger problems that you could fix Monaco, but I think these things need to kind of happen everywhere. We we need two-stop races. We need cars that can race each other better. So, and then Monaco will still be kind of, oh, it's quite difficult to pass. I've seen four, four overtakes in the whole race, but it's not an absolute snooze fest where nothing happens. <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh. That was probably the longest sentence you've ever said without actually saying anything for like that first part. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> I was like, Tommy's going to get there eventually. There he is. We got there. We got there. You can see how much, like, your brain's just on fire, all this Monaco GP chat. You just. I need to defend this Grand Prix. You do. And you defended it well, sir. Well done. Just Um, not messed up. Uh, and the final suggestion comes in from at Nick underscore someone. Saturday qualifying and a sprint. Sunday qualifying and a sprint or mandatory two stop. Sorry? So on Saturday to have qualifying so and the sprint two races, race, basically. And on no no, because then it's just gonna be doubly as bad, isn't it? Really? <laughs> like And a shorter race as well. Like I, I my argument is that you need more strategy at Monaco, and it doesn't matter if they're overtaking in the pits because it adds jeopardy and the changing of positions, and that's what makes it exciting. Too many races, that's the problem with a the sprint. There's no Jeopardy, like it would just be a procession for 30 minutes. And Unless then you'd have the same we tomorrow. throw in a little sprint, the reverse the grid. I think Monaco could be a banger. <laughs> it we'd would see, be a banger. We'd see a little like probably an Alpha Tauri <clears throat> win the race because no one can overtake, but... But then, it's just silly. It. but then it's just silly, isn't it? Just and for it, banner it, though. I know it's silly. Yeah, I know yeah, it's yeah. farcical. Um, but look, th- these are the kind of suggestions. It just race that you win and... Yeah, um, it, it definitely should. I'm only so, bantering. Yeah, no, I know, but it, it, this is the thing. Like, you could reverse Monaco, you could do a sprint race there, but it just wouldn't wouldn't work. I saw someone message me the other day, being like, "I don't know if it was about Monaco or another track where they said, I think it was maybe even Baku when we said about how bad that race was. Like, why don't you just yeah. why don't you just flip it round? Why don't you just race the other way? Like, why don't you just... And obviously, for those that don't know, a track. You can't just do in reverse just purely because it's there, because of the no. safety parameters and the and the, the the tire barriers and everything is is put in a particular way for a certain direction of racing. You can't simply just flip <clears> it round. You you know you can't do a spa and go down the hill. Yeah, because uh, well, if stuff. you think Monaco, right? The, yeah. You you if you're reversing it, that that whole first corner uphill, you make a mistake. You're going into runoff, downhill. 
you're going straight into a barrier. And if your brakes fail, you're picking up so much speed and then there's no runoff there. Like, yeah, yeah, it completely changes the whole thing. I mean, it'd be good on the F1 game again, but not, unfortunately, in real life. It's not practical, no. So we're now going to come to the stage of this chat where we decide one of those suggestions, or perhaps our own suggestion, uh, on how to improve Monaco. For me, I am very much on board with the tyres. I think that uh, it was Jones saying about a softer tyre to ensure at least two pit stops. I think having that massive gap is the way forward. And one of the only sort of reasonable, not over the top suggestions where you go, ah, that was like a nice little tweak we made to Monaco, but nothing crazy like flipping the track upside down and racing underwater or something like it's, it's very much like a case of just the, the, the slightest tweak to the tires. Yeah. Uh, agree that the tires for me is the solution because dare I say, if you had a race where, there was a huge gap between the tires. Uh, so you'd see passing and then you'd have different people leading. You know, if you had a race, even if there's no like overtaking on track where the Stappen pits, he loses the lead, then you're, you know, he might be stuck behind another car, but he's got way better tires. And then it's critical that he has to pass. Um, otherwise, it's going to lose strategy. You get a really exciting race and more exciting than what we've seen on the the bigger more open tracks because you just get a bit more unpredictability and stuff so tires are the solution for monaco definitely uh and i think just f1 in general because uh at the moment one stops are not the one so uh if we had yeah if we had this i think monaco would would be a lot lot better and this bit is not to do with the racing but i'm going to ask through the question which i think i know the answer of what you're going to say is should every team do a special livery for the Monaco Grand Prix? Yes, definitely. Uh, McLaren have just done something similar at Indy 500, where they've done uh, their Le Mans, like their Le Mans winner as a livery on one of their Indy cars, uh, an F1 Monaco winner, and then an Indy car winner as well. Uh, we saw the Golf livery, didn't we? Like, and apparently Williams might be doing another one, uh, which is quite cool. Um, but the the publicity that McLaren got for that golf livery at Monaco makes you wonder why teams like let's see throwback liveries from from other teams. It'd be be really cool. Has <laughs> sitting there like <laughs> we're new. What what would they do? Rich energy, bring it back. Oh my god, <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to see that back. No, no, absolutely not. Okay, well that is pretty much that. Tommy, what are your final thoughts? My final thoughts are that um, everyone remembers the 2016 Monaco Grand Prix where Danny Rick was robbed and the drama of that race. I don't, I don't remember a single overtake from that race, but I remember that race as clear as day. I think a lot of F1 fans would as well. Um, I saw someone actually talking about, about this and I thought it was an interesting point. Three races earlier was the 2016 Chinese Grand Prix. Can you tell me anything about that race? 2016. 2016 China. I mean, that's you're, you're really testing my memory here. I'm going to go with no. That's the correct answer. Uh, it, had, <laughs> <laughs> it had the most overtakes in Formula 1 history. It had 161 overtakes. And I think that just proves the point that 
overtaking is not everything because that was the most overtakes in a Grand Prix. And I looked at I looked at the classification. I don't remember anything about it. Rosberg won by thirty five seconds. Oh, oh, yes. It was just nothing happened. Yeah, Rosberg's a bit of a he's a king of China, isn't he? That man. He, yeah. he did. He does love a bit of the Shanghai International Circuit. Um, wow, that's go. a lot of overtakes. But there you and, go, Tommy. Trying to race. Tommy trying to make a point about why Monaco should stay on the calendar. Um, <laughs> I'd love overtaking to overtaking is not everything. To that's be fair, at Monaco, when Danny Rick had that problem with his Red Bull as well and then still managed to win with Vettel chasing him down, wasn't he? In the a lot of memorable races. Was, yeah, not a lot of overtaking, but still a lot of tension. You remember them. Um, the I drama do, to be fair. And, and the, the, four, yeah. the four car battle when there was the red flag and then Vettel could change his tyres right at the end. That was an amazing race. Yeah, what, until, that, until Monaco's the, the goat. Change. Monaco is the goat well there you go thank you Tommy for your final thoughts my final thoughts are yes I think Monaco should stay Um, thank you for your suggestions Um, it's just it's just one weekend as Tommy says every single year it's just one weekend we'll get through it it's different qualifying will be amazing Fernando wins by 40 seconds and Tommy, you and I are actually going to be in Monaco for the Grand Prix. So there won't be any Twitch watch alongs this weekend. However, we will still give you loads of podcasts. We'll give you loads of content, hopefully, as well on YouTube. And uh, you can look forward to that. And if Alonso wins, you may not see Tommy ever again because he may I have killed be off the end of the, the boat, <laughs> uh, having had far too many to drink. <laughs> yeah, I'll be doing the, the jumping into the harbour celebration. Oh, goodness me. Yes, please. I can't wait to see that. <laughs> and being banned from Formula 1 forever. Forever. Love to see it. Oh, what a way to go, eh, Tommy? Well, there yeah. you go. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you very soon for another podcast. Bye. Bye. P1 is a Stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. 